0: Oh right, alright, alright, here we go. 834 a.m. <clears throat> it's local. I think I do the pod better when I'm standing versus sitting. I think I bring more energy when I'm standing. So let's stand over here. Haha. <laughs> Talk about Deion Sanders. Oh my goodness. Already pod hanging out by himself again. It definitely makes you appreciate being around people. (laughs) It's true. It's like people. You don't appreciate them until you're just hanging out by yourself. And then you're like, oh, yeah, it's nice to have company. It's nice to hang around other people. (laughs) It's good. We are social creatures, I suppose. But, uh... <laughs> it's true, I don't know. It's, I don't know, man. I listen to a lot of podcasts. But I do, I enjoy, when I'm by myself, I enjoy, like, getting out there and, like, just being around people. Whether it's, like, just going sitting in a coffee shop, or, like, walking around, or... You know, it's always good to get that. <laughs> Now that I'm like, I'm like, mom and dad, I'm 30 years old. Mom and dad aren't here to watch me. (laughs) Mom and dad aren't here to take care of me as a 30 year old man. Dude, I've just sort of been like, I'll just, I'll just be very reflective sometimes. And I'm like, how did I get to this moment where I graduated from college twice but work as a cashier. <laughs> I was just laughing about that yesterday. I was like, I was just, I don't know. I'm like, I'm not like bitter about it, but I definitely feel misled by college, by the whole college experience. Because the whole, the misleading part is some people were going to get degrees that would get them jobs. And then there's people like me we went two separate times to get uh like a degree that doesn't result in a job really (laughs) but um I don't know I'm like so yeah I was just like reflecting on it I was like I can't believe it's like I'm not like what's I'm kind of like what's the point of but then it is like I had a good experience and did like lots of fun stuff but it's more like people did that stuff but then they got like an accounting degree and i'm like man <laughs> i don't know it's not about i don't have like regret or anything i'm just like that's the way it played out and then now i'm at this spot where cuz i cuz i look at it like i took accounting like a couple years in high school so like that's probably the one i'm like i could have done that but <laughs> I don't know. I've always... it's It has to do with the money thing. I'm not going to start talking about the money thing again. But it has to do with me... Like, literally into my like, mid-twenties. Like, never even, like, recognizing or, like, noticing. I mean, obviously I was just given. <laughs> That's what happens when you're given too much. Um, you forget that, like, you have to, like, earn it. But, uh... Yeah, I definitely lived like a sheltered life for a long time, (laughs) for like into my mid twenties. And then I had like 27 years old. Well, actually moved to LA when I was 26. And then pandemic and then the health craziness. And then, so I definitely lived like a very sheltered life till I was 26 years old, for sure. Like in Washington and Eastern Washington. Kind of just holding it down in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but I don't know. It, it's kind of, dude. I just think back on it. I'm like, I can't believe everything led me to like to just like what I'm where I'm at now. It's crazy. <laughs> that that's like how I think about it. I'm like, all that stuff that happened, and then just here I am. <laughs> It's true it's, it's actually true That all the, Everything From the past Two and a half Plus years And then it's just like Oh Here I am There's been ups and downs I've had a bunch of money I didn't have Any money I've been Like On the brink of You know The Grim Reaper On my Knock on my door <laughs> I've been on like the, dude, I've been like on the spectrum of health, you know, just not able to move to just fully healthy and going for runs, which I hadn't gone for run, like jogs in years till this summer in autumn. Yeah, dude, it's all about the ups and downs of Arnie Pot. <laughs> It's, like, crazy, dude. (laughs) Crazy. I can't believe this is all, it was all me. Like, dude. And, like, looking back to, like, man, that was such a different, what a different life I was leading down there versus what I'm doing right now is, like, super (laughs) low-key. Like, I'm not even leaving, like, a two-mile radius. I'm just, like, go here. Okay, stay there and then come back eight and a half hours later it's very like A to B but <laughs> this is this is just like a step this is just a stage in the process of Arnipod. Pod you know this is just where we're at today October 23rd Monday Monday morning yeah dude but I think, like, dude, like me and Brett talked about, there should be, they're, like, they're, like, tricking young people who are, like, um, naive, like I I am, or I am and was, like, into getting, like, useless degrees. <laughs> me and Brett talked about that. And there's, like, some, like, trickery in it. And, like... No! What? And... <laughs> And, like, the part where, obviously, me and Brett talked about this. I was just confused for a sec because a person on a bike just rolled up into the driveway. I was like, whoa. Uh, they moved down. No, there's, there's definitely, there's, a bigger part of college should be what you are doing immediately after. Like, how you are getting a job. Like, they definitely just put you out there um, to, like, I mean, just completely, like, without a tool belt for, (laughs) I mean, it's kind of just the way it is. Like, that should be part of, like, your final semester of college, obviously. It should be, like, this is how you're going to get a job. This is, or this is why you got this degree, But then they kind of just like lie to you and say like, oh yeah, this is a good sport management. Go ahead and get this and then see what happens. (laughs) It's like, what? (laughs) I don't know. It sounds like I'm like blaming other. It's just like, it's not as clear cut as it was made out to be. Like when me and Brett were talking about like what jobs you could be when you grow up. It's like. It's just not... I mean, unless you're like... Go get like an accounting degree... Or like... Engineering... Otherwise, it's like... Yeah, go back to school... Do creative stuff... I don't know... Then you just get... You're like... Alright, this is what I'm doing now... I'll just... You just have to... The key is to not compare yourself to... That's what I've remembered... Is I have to not compare myself to... Especially like... My family... (laughs) Because they have like, I just have to be like, I don't care how much money you make. I don't care. <laughs> I do other stuff that's cool. And uh, just like I keep saying, like, I'm going to make money. Someday I'll make money doing it. <laughs> but then right now, it's just, it's kind of just grind it out. And like, dude, it is crazy, though. If you think, dude, that, no, that's the truth. If you told me. Yeah, you'll be thirty and working as a cashier. Then, I would, then I would definitely reconsider which degree I was gonna get when I was at Wazoo. <laughs> like that's like the, it's the truth. It's like okay, there's a there wasn't there's no long term plan in these types of complete like BS degrees, you know. But, uh, <laughs> it's just the way it is. It's just the way it is, you know? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like I'm, like, complaining. No, like, the main thing that, like, like, I really have to remember to do is just never compare myself to, like, my sister or, like, my dad and uncle or, like, cousins. Like, they're all, like, homeowners. <laughs> I have to just, like, think to myself, like, yeah i don't care and it definitely it you think it kind of you think it's hard not to be a little bitter when you're making like a hundred and seven dollars a day, but then you feel like you like work a full day and you're working hard, but then there's no like long termness in it but uh i don't know like i don't know what my I think my long-term money plans is to eventually start making money doing creative stuff, to be honest. <laughs> like that's how much confidence I have in, in all that. But maybe I, maybe I make enough money to start like doing some like paid advertising. That's like probably the most reasonable thing is I start like throwing around like a little few hundo here and there, paid advertising. but I actually I like growing like on social media word of mouth um dude just like I say though there should be a surgeon general warning on liberal arts degrees um (laughs) and then you don't realize it till you're 30 and then but then you had graduated I had gone to college two separate times and graduated twice so I have like dedication and like I can finish something and like um but yeah, it's all about like what you graduate with or what you're studied. It's true. And then like if you tried I did like the Daily Evergreen, I wrote for them. So that was a good experience in college. Like I had lots of I definitely am happy I went to college. But but I just feel like misled by the whole like system or like everyone. Cause I'm very naive. So I I've always been naive and sheltered. So I need people to, like, spell it out for me. But nobody ever spells it out that, like, you need to go make money. (laughs) Like, people just kind of speak in, like, euphemisms and, like, college. Like, you never talk about that in college. It's all, like, idealistic and, like, rah-rah team. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I'm a person who needs people to be very clear about stuff and... Nobody except for Mr. Lee from Bothell. Shout out Mr. Lee, personal finance, accounting. Speaking of accounting, he's the only one who ever spelled it out how important money was. (laughs) It's it's because people are shady about it. And I'm like, or I, I was always naive and sheltered and just like, just didn't even understand the amount of money floating around and, like, I would, need, I would need my parents to, like, s- show me, like, spell it out. Like, oh, we make, a, like, a ton. And, like, this is how much this stuff costs. And, like, all that stuff. <laughs> and, like, you'll have to make this much to ever be a homeowner. <laughs> and, like, but, I mean, I was, I guess I would be a different person, though, if I was driven by money. You know, like, now I'm really at 30 years old. My half birthday is tomorrow. Now, like, I'm really, like, it's the first time kind of, in my whole, I'm, like, kind of, like, opening my eyes to, like, oh, like, this is why, like, adults are, like, hate the world and they're, like, grumpy because they don't have enough money or because they work too hard and don't have enough. Um, now I get it. <laughs> so, Dion Sanders. Neon Dion. Let's just talk a little Dion. Bad left, through left, center field, August 9th, 1967. Drafted by the Royals from North Fort Myers, Florida. Went to Florida State. The a Seminole. Debut May 31st, 1989. 15,614th Major League player. One for four with one RBI against the Mariners. Final game, June 14th one at 33, nearly 34, against the White Sox. Went 0 for 2. Neon Dion, prime time. War number 24, 21, 12, and 2. He likes having that 2 in his number. Dude, it was freezing this morning. It was like 37 degrees. It's still like 40 degrees out here. That cold weather Dude we had a beautiful autumn But here comes that Early winter snap That cold snap 5.5 for the war Twenty one hundred twenty three at-bats 558 hits 39 homers 263 batting average uh, I think there's Do they I don't know Maybe it's something about like It's something about like Wanting young people to be idealistic, or or like not wanting to like ruin their like, to like harsh their vibes. I don't know. Like there's, or it has, also has to do with like being raised in like a privileged environment that I was. They like all these combination of factors resulted in me like having a blind eye to like money. Like dudes, most like I see like five-year-old kids like their parents make these like little kids pay with their own money (laughs) for like their toys and I'm like I never paid for anything like throughout my youth (laughs) like I don't remember like going to the store with my parents and then them being like you can pay for this thing like teaching that like those like I mean I don't know if that would have made a difference does that do you think that would make a difference if would that become like ingrained in me like perhaps like that is like how you learn that stuff is you, I mean they kind of just i don't know it's just different <laughs> that's just not the way nobody ever i don't remember paying for anything except when me and my friends would scooter to q f c and we'd spend like two bucks on some Mountain Dew and Skittles. But <laughs> alright. I don't know. I don't know if that would affect it. Dude, it doesn't I mean ultimately it doesn't matter. It's just now I'm seeing how it makes me like it honestly makes me be like, oh okay, the world is almost like not what it seems. <laughs> like like I'm I was always just so naive that I just forget that everyone is just like following the money. And like that's why these people are in these places. <laughs> like i I was always like why would you ever want to like get locked down in some like weird career? And it's obviously cuz like they give you this money or dude, it's all just the money. <laughs> I've I'm always i was always so naive that I'm like why would a person want to do that? And it's like they don't want to do it. They're just want to get rich, dude. Obviously, but I'm like, I was always like, oh, I want to, and I still like want to make money creatively, but that's just, it's just such a long shot to be like, I'm going to make money independently, creatively. <laughs> it's very impossible to do. Um, it's very, it's just tough odds versus being like, I'm going to sign myself over to this company for 40 plus years. Like that's easy to do. You can be like They'll they'll accept your You know Your soul <laughs> They'll be like Yeah we'll take that soul We'll take that Until you're 65 Alright <laughs> Like I do like the freedom I've always had To be like I'm just gonna do what I want <laughs> Cause I've never been like Locked down by like A serious Thing But uh To each their own No I just I would like to just don't know now I'm like oh yeah now I see the importance in like saving I'm like oh yeah this feels good just like stacking money right now because I'm gonna need it and like (laughs) I'm like yeah I don't know what like the future holds for me like yeah I would like to go back to LA that would be expensive that would (laughs) I'm like oh man I don't know what that would entail um (laughs) because Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. Dude, once you've lived in LA and like been on like the set, like the movie and TV sets and like seen the famous people, just doing, just being back here and like just reality is just so strange. It It's like, it's very weird. It's like, because I'm used to just being around a bunch of like actors, like people who are just like crazy like me. crazy like a fox (coughs) (laughs) but then here people are just like beaten down just like i I talked about a lot in that spokane episode a few days back dude compared to la people they're like la people are like oh man i'm gonna make it i'm gonna be famous (laughs) it's so like the opposite of people here people here are like just tough as nails And they're like, oh, man, that winter, bitter winter wind is coming. (laughs) It's like, oh, my God, dude. Uh, Yeah, I'm like, (laughs) oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm just, it's funny. I'm like, I don't, I just don't, or I don't fit in with, like, the winter crowd here. I'm definitely not a winter, I'm not a harsh winter guy. That's for sure. I'm just not. But, uh, (laughs) like, L.A. has made me soft with the weather. Um, Neon Dion. Let's just go through some Neon Dion stats real quick. Then I'll go flip on the sauna. 106 hits in 94. Played for the Yankees, 89 and 90. Then the Braves, 91 to 94. Midseason to the Reds, 95. 95. Split time in the Reds and the Giants. 96 did not play. 97, the Reds. 98, 99 did not play because of football. 01, finished up with the Reds. 32 games. Uh, The most impressive stat, 56 stolen bases in 97. He had 186 stolen bases on the career. 63 cost ceiling. Led the... League, the National League caught stealing with 16 in 94, led the majors with 14 triples in 92. Um he had 18 doubles in 93, 17 doubles the following year. Uh he was never an all-star, never finished in MVP voting. Nothing in the awards column. in that category, uh, is blank. (laughs) Yeah. So Neon Dion, the most RBI in the season was 28, which he had 28 RBIs in four different seasons. (laughs) He couldn't eclipse that 28 marker for RBI. Uh, Let's see. 43 career triples, 72 doubles, 308 runs scored, uh, 168 ribbies, uh, 352 strikeouts, 159 walks, on base 319, 263 batting average. So on base was only 56 points higher. That's not that good. 7-Eleven OPS, OPS Plus subscribers like to watch your ESPN first take built in to the side of a log cabin, a cabin in the woods. Check out Cabin in the Woods film flip from back in 2020. (laughs) All the film flips from 2020. So much good stuff in Arnie Pod, in the catalog of Arnie Pod, you know, just scroll on through. Me and Brett, listen to me and Brett just talk crap, you know We're just shooting the breeze uh, Alright, that's, uh, that's Neon Dion right there um, Pretty ho-hum The most impressive of stolen bases He had 56 13 caught stealing in 97 And then uh, In 94 He had 38 stolen bases 16 caught stealing uh, There you go His best season was 94. That was his career high in hits. And runs scored 58. And he had 28 RBI. Tied the career high. Um, He batted 283 that season. And he played... He only played 92 games that season. Um, He never played... Actually, the career high for games was 115. So his other best season was 97. 97. For the Reds. Actually, no. His career high in hits was 127 in 1997. There you go. Um, Yeah, his best season was 97, actually. Career high in hits and stolen bases. And batted 273. And he had seven triples that season. 13 doubles. um, And he had 465 at-bats. 509 plate appearances, uh, both career highs. There you go. So that's uh, Neon Deon. Uh I mean, pretty impressive with the stolen bases and the triples. I mean, decent baseball stats. Like, he played a long time, played 641 career games. Um, but over the course of from 1989 to 01. So there you go. Um, not bad. Not too shabby. Pretty much better than you would expect for the baseball numbers for Neon Dion. <clears throat> like, played a longer time than I thought. I mean, stolen bases, triples. Uh, yeah, I mean, not bad. 127 hits that one season. That's a lot of hits for Neon Dion. There you go. That was his closest season to a full season was 1997 there you go neon Dion. best of luck to the colorado buffaloes i think they're playing wazoo pretty soon here but uh all righty there you go <laughs> enjoy listen to all the thanks for listening to me you know i'm not like complaining about dude it's just it's what you realize when you when you become when you're like 30. <laughs> like you, it's, it's true. Like I did not think about this stuff when I was, um, when I was in like my mid twenties, I didn't think like this, but then I'm like, now I'm like, oh, I see how like money motivates people and like makes them move in these ways. <laughs> like, it, and then you're like, okay, now I see why I was too, um, what's the word? I was too giving. I, I've, I was very um, charitable with my money in the past couple years, <laughs> which is a good thing, I guess. But uh, so that'll come back. That karma will come back, pay me back. I have good karma from that, from how charitable I've been with my money since I didn't realize how money is like the only unit of measurement that exists in the world. <laughs> Dude, think of it. I come on man. I've I've defeated the Grim Reaper face to face. Like I know like the other I know what like real like struggle is versus like just going to work. Like that's easy, dude. Compared to like not being compared to like almost dying, dude, like slowly. (laughs) Like come on dude. Just showing up at work is like okay. I kinda just like walk through this. Um, cause it's like, okay, that's what, that's the game we're playing. I forgot that that's all that matters is money <laughs> and that you do get like better, even when you have more money or better, like, you know, healthcare, <laughs> you do get, you literally, or you get better, um, treatment for these kinds of things if you're in these types of positions. But I mean, it didn't matter for me cause I just walked right through it anyway, Cause I'm a champ Cause I'm a gosh darn Arnie champ So um You know I could get the free healthcare All that low end They sent me out into the world with No blood in me I have to get rushed back to the hospital <laughs> They have to put a bunch of Five giant bags of blood in me <laughs> That's literally what happened Um Yeah dude It didn't end up mattering I just end up walking straight through all of it walk through the gauntlet and then here I am here I is, dude October 23rd 2023 man you could have said, I'm not even gonna dude, there were multiple points where I'm like, oh yeah, I wouldn't even I'm not even gonna be around by then (laughs) there was multiple times or it's like, oh, yeah, this is, this is over now. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, this is not looking good. But then, um, you know, by the grace of the Lord, by the grace of something, dude, something graced me. I got grace. <laughs> like, like Elaine in that one Seinfeld. Remember that one? She's like, you have grace. Ah. <sighs> yeah, dude, it didn't end up mattering, you know, that, all that stuff, I just end up, (laughs) it's crazy, I'm like, okay, yep, here I am, yep, yep, all right, now I just have to show up at this place, because I know what, yeah, because I know what it looks like to, like, really be in in bad, in a bad shape, you know, man, I just can't believe, dude, it's just times like this, but then I can't like, just the looking back on it, I can't believe it was me that like, I, I can't, it doesn't even seem like it happened to me. Like, uh, it doesn't seem like I was the same person as I am right now, you know, like at like Petco Park when I had like no eyebrows and no hair (laughs) you know that doesn't even seem like the same person but that it was all it was me (laughs) it was me the whole time dude i was here the whole time bro it's crazy and um yeah maybe like that inspirational story will like i mean it already pays off like i'm sure like people are inspired but (laughs) i am an inspiring story but um Maybe it'll, like, pay off in, like, ducats someday, you know. I mean, it already, is, it's, already worth, it's already a pretty cool story. <laughs> if you know the story of Arnie Pod, it's pretty legit. But, uh, yeah, dude, here's that cold winter breeze I was talking about. It's blowing leaves around. The Toronto Maple leaves or the Maple Leaves. That's what I was saying on Facebook Reels the other day i was saying, are they the leaves or the maple leaves, the le- maple leaves, maple leaves. I'm going to maple leave this podcast right now. <laughs> I'm going to maple leave this conversation. All right. Well, <laughs> Dude, I do feel I feel like all my crazy stuff is going to like it's kind of like reaching like a tipping point like Malcolm Gladwell. It's kind of, it's like a big bubble that's gonna burst. Like you can only get so many like notices on social media and whatnot, on these videos, on these reels, on your podcast, on your blog, on your Facebook profile. It's kind of just gonna like hit a point where it's just gonna like spill into economics. (laughs) But it doesn't matter. I don't know, it, it does matter, but it only matters in that I'll have to do like a monotonous labor to like earn a modicum of currency. I mean, that's what I have to do in the stead of earning money somehow creatively. <laughs> That's what all famous people say. They all, all famous people say, I just wanted to make a living doing it at some point. So they, they were all like this at some point, too. And then you kind of just hit a, where the bubble bursts. And then just creativity explodes. <laughs> but anyway, I'm going to go finish up my oatmeal. Don't start till 11 today. So I got a decent amount of time right now. I got, I still got over an hour and a half. I could watch a Sandler movie right now. (laughs) No, but I have to get ready. Do a little sauna. Go crank up the sauna. Schmuckling away. Eat some oatmeal, finish my, I've decided I'm not drinking the whole cold brew in the morning. That's what I did. I actually felt a little better yesterday because I didn't drink the whole can of cold brew before 10 a.m. <laughs> of Costco cold brew. Because that 225 caffeine gets ya. But, oh. All right. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for listening to me vent. I, it was on Around the Horn. I can't remember who said it, but he said, he's like, this guy on the round, one of the panelists said, he's like, men start podcasts that no one listens to Instead of going to therapy, <laughs> <laughs> that's what—that's basically what you said, and that—that made me laugh, because that's exactly what I was saying. Like with the BetterHelp, with when I did that ad, <laughs> I was like—I was talking about how I was like talking to Brett is like therapy, just talking on the podcast is like therapy. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Man, I think I think comedy did become ingrained in me. Like I am just I'm obsessed with comedy. Since I was 10 years old, like since before that, I've always been obsessed with comedy. I've always been obsessed with comedians and I've always just been I've loved comedy. I always love comedy. <laughs> I get all serious. <laughs> I got all serious about loving comedy right there. That's so funny that I got serious about loving comedy. I got, I was like, I really love that. <laughs> it's true, though. It's true, though. Um, all right, so comedy. Comedy. All right, have a great day. Laugh, laugh a little. You know, don't forget. Why are you so grumpy? Dude, it's because of money, dude. Dude, it's because of money, dude. It's because that's the real world, dude. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's dude, I just can't even imagine growing up it's it would just be a different way to grow up if you're i can't imagine it's like what if my parents just didn't have anything growing up? I would grow up such a different person if that was the case. I would be so much more like you know like driven by money <laughs> it's kind of all based on like how you're raised like not to not to like i'm not blaming I'm just saying that your environment shapes you, like it is like a nature and nurture thing. But um, no, I think money is more nurture. Now it's not nature. It's not, I think everyone's kind of born. We're all like at square one, and then your like relationship with money is just shaped by your environment and by how you're raised. Yeah, so I would say the money thing is more nurture. Um. Yeah, dude. And if you're raised with nothing, then you really learn how to like that. You learn how to scrape, and you learn that like every five hundred dollars is like huge. Like you know, like cause like or like a thousand dollars, like you work hard to. And then so that that's why they're like they're they. No, I mean that's why like people who have to who are raised with nothing, like are very. They're not, like, good, but it's more about being, like... um, It's more, like, about being driven. Or more, like, motivated by the money, I think. Um, I don't know. Why is... I think most successful money people... I've said this. I think most of them are raised with very little. I would say... I'd say it's a lot tougher to be raised in, like, a... With, like, in a comfortable, sheltered environment. And then... Unless you're... I also think that women... Because my sister, like, obviously went on to be, like, an accountant and a homeowner. She's, like, a homeowner at 28. But I think women are a lot more mature. Obviously, women are more, like, emotionally mature. So, like, that type of stuff doesn't affect them as much. But I think raising a... Dude, I'm not... I'm not blind. I, I just think... As a man being raised in a super sheltered, comfortable, cozy environment where like money doesn't even exist, like that kind of shapes you into being like, you know, what I, <laughs> a 30 year old man who has like a few grand, you know, like, and like, but then also has like a couple of college degrees that are like pretty worthless and like. But, like, that takes a lot of hard work to, like, go to college. That takes years to go there and to graduate. So, like, I do, I am good at hard work. But it's more about, like, directing that. Like, putting that into a purposeful direction. But, um, no, it does make you more soft, though. (laughs) I would say, like, I, I would be interested in one. I wonder what type of person Arnie Pod would be. If I was raised like tough, you know, because <laughs> because I'm like so I'm just like kind of soft. I'm not like, kind of like a big softy, you know. Um, like it always like alarms me when people are actually like, like you can tell that some people are just like tough, or they're like they really are like intimidating. <laughs> it's like it's like you can tell that they're like raised and like, okay maybe, or I don't know I don't know. Everyone's different um (laughs) everyone's different like i just i bet i would be a different type of person if i was like if we lived in like the apartments in bothell like the apartment down by the library in like popkini there's like these apartments it's like now that i look back at it i'm like these people they still lived in bothell like that's still like a lovely little suburb like these were not like lower class people like the people who lived in the apartments in Bothell um no we always like I always looked at them. I was like dang you guys are like poor (laughs) but now that I look at it as an adult I'm like dude that's like two grand rent that's like over two grand for rent that's like expensive apartments (laughs) like and now there's like all these new like high rise apartments in Bothell um so yeah like anybody who lives in Bothell is like doing well financially like, if you're in the apartments in Both, you're like, those are expensive. <laughs> but see, that's how I looked at it growing up. Because we were raised, like, on the top of the hill in the house. So even I was, like, did not even understand that, like, you had to be doing well to live in an apartment in Bothell. Because <laughs> now, as an adult, I'm like, I couldn't afford to live there. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, like, how it is. That's, that's what it is. But, um... All right, now I really do need to get going. I really just talked a bunch. Because that's what I do best. I kind of just elaborate on my life and whatnot. So I'm going to get going. We got stuff to do right now. We take it day by day. Dude, I literally do. Like, now I live, like, each day is kind of, like, its own thing. (laughs) Because when you work, like, retail, like, each day, like, the days don't really affect each other that much. Like, what happened, like... Day by day, it's kind of just like each day is its own little adventure. <laughs> so so you're, it's not like you're doing homework and, like, studying stuff and, like, remembering stuff. Like, it all just becomes ingrained into you. But, um, yeah, retail is, like, super mindless work. <laughs> but, uh, so that's why I have to do stuff like this that, like, uses my mind. All Mind over Matter. Doesn't matter to any other? All right. <laughs> That's Young the Giant. <laughs> Dude. All right. All right. There we go. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Listen to old film flips. Me and Brett's. Have a great day. All right. There we got a new name. The Arnie pod per day challenge. Go ahead. Listen to at least one episode of Arnie pod each day. And complete the Arnie Pod per day challenge. Arnie Pod per day challenge. Arnie Pod per day challenge. It's the Arnie Pod per day challenge. Good luck out there, mate. Oh, have fun with it, mate. Oh, mate, see ya. All righty, here we go. BetterHelp. BetterHelp.com. Get yourself a professional therapist, uh, licensed Um about 60 bucks a week. Uh, Your are every four weeks. Um, just go on over to betterhelp.com. I mean, what can I say? Like, the value in talking to a professional therapist. What do I know about it? I mean, I've had a therapist. It can be tough finding the right therapist. I mean, I've done it. Like, one of them in the past was like, we're going to play in, like, this sandcastle. Like, you're going to, like, build these, like, miniature sandcastles. And, like, that's how you're going to solve your... <laughs> you're you're going to express yourself through this this sandbox. And, um, I don't know, maybe she had a cat in the... <laughs> maybe Maybe that's what it was. And maybe she wanted me to clean up her kitty litter. I don't know what it was, but... That therapist did not really work for me. They were, like, in an office park. Like, you know office parks, like, just reminds you of, like, smoking weed, like, in high school. Um, like, that's where you would go. you go to the office park. That, that's the only thing. People are, they're either at work or you're doing drugs if you're in an, you know, in an office park, you know? There's no... No one, you're either forced to be there or you are not sober. You're <laughs> trying to get based, you know, or you're trying to elevate yourself. That's what office parks are, you know. But, um, yeah, so that's why I was like, I can't go to this therapist in this office park. But <laughs> but I think it, there is value in seeing a therapist. And whether you're seeing them in person or you're talking to them on the phone. And uh, I mean, I talked to my buddy Brett Hogue on the podcast, on Arnie Pod, and um, you know, it's kinda like, it feels like talking to a therapist at times, but, but then there's times where you're like, I can't present Brett with all this, I can't put the weight of the world, of my world, like a gorilla on his back. I can't do that to my friend on the air on wax so it's like at times you're like i really do need to speak with like a licensed professional who's like who can talk to you about like some of the more serious stuff like like it, it gets all like lighthearted with when brett's on the pod so um yeah that's the beauty in something like BetterHelp. uh go on to betterhelp.com and um yeah just uh, you can like fish around and find a the right fit for you for a therapist and um, use the keyword (laughs) Arnipod no don't use the keyword Arnipod that's not going to get you any benefits but it's okay though because this is still it's still like a a totally normal read I'm doing (laughs) this is a a totally um, sanctioned advertisement (laughs) no but anyway betterhelp.com you know betterhelp from the podcast All right. um, I mean, it's really mental health is at a premium mental health has never been more important than in 2023 you know um, like with the future being like in the metaverse like people are going to be like not even living in reality necessarily you're going to have to like go talk to your therapist like in virtual reality like you're know, like Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> You're just, like, doing a podcast with your therapist in the metaverse or something. Like, what does the future hold, you know? Maybe that kind of stuff, it, maybe it stresses you out. Um, and if you're with BetterHelp and you want to advertise on ArniePod, <laughs> if you would like to be advertised and pay me, um, dude, if you want to give me money, just contact me, dude. That's the thing. With ArniePod, if you want to support ArniePod, just contact Arniepod. Just hit me up somehow. Um, I'm on Twitter. Slash X. Speaking of Elon Musk. Um, you know. Where do you hit Arnipod? You can reply to my episodes on Spotify probably. Yeah you can do the reply feature. You can hit me up. I'll read your Q&A. Um, you, many ways to contact Arniepod. You can Venmo Arnipod. At Arnipod. Um, this is better (laughs) help. We're still talking about better help. And, um, I think it's just, it's just, it's nice to have someone in your corner, you know, like, like you're a boxer, you know, life can be like a boxing match. You know, you can get some punches thrown your way. It might knock you off your balance, but, uh, it's good to have that licensed professional therapist in your corner. Um, they're ready to wave the white flag if that's what's best for you. Or they're ready to take out your mouth guard and spray some water on your... From one of those, like, water bladder thingies. Just, like, spritz yourself in the face and, like, wipe the blood off your nose and push you back into the the ring of life. You know? Because life can put you through the ringer. But, um... If you got better help there for you, it's really that like support that really everybody needs. Like and this is coming from someone who talks on a podcast and it's good just to talk. But it's definitely good to have a licensed professional therapist there to reply to you. <laughs> Sometimes when you're talking on arnipod, you kind of just keep talking and uh, you find yourself you may be talking in circles for hours or who knows. It's like my Uncle Steve says, friend of the pod. It's kind of just like a stream of consciousness kind of thing. So um, it's kind of wherever that river may take you. But um, this is BetterHelp. Let it take you to betterhelp.com and find yourself a, the right fit. And um, do some trial and error. Find the right licensed professional therapist for you. And it's affordable, and it's reasonable, and you can do it however often you would like. And, um, yeah, just go ahead and check all that stuff out, betterhelp.com. Have a great day. Enjoy the rest of the pod, baby. Enjoy the episode.